Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Emily. And I'm Joan of Heart. And I uh, hope you all had a very Merry Christmas. And I hope most of you got Monday the 26th off. I Hopefully. know I did slash have. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I can't really do what I plan to do with it. Because uh, Seattle had an ice storm. And I went to step outside and fell on my ass. Uh, mostly my ass, but also my right wrist. And I sprained mm. it. It's not like a bad sprain. It fucking sucks. Uh, really sucks. And uh, I am not going to be able to do the things I planned on doing with my week off this week. So, Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I planned on playing a lot of guitar, filming a lot of videos, cleaning the house, boxing. I can't do any of those things right now thankfully it's not my left hand my fretting hand but um so maybe i might still be able to play bass at my gig maybe. next friday at the sunset if you're in seattle on january 6th maybe come see me who knows they might not have a bassist oh uh, hopefully hopefully you can yeah i'm just honestly i'm just mad like the pain, whatever. I'm just really mad at the timing. The inconvenience, yeah, I know. I, I hate that when it happens to me, too. All these things usually happen when I'm in the middle of doing things. And I was like, I don't need this extra form of character development, character development in my story. Could I please not have this happen right now? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm mad. I'm sad. I just had, like, I've been looking forward to this week of staycation so much mm. uh, for specific reasons. I can't fucking do any of the things. And um, I'm not gonna i'm not over it i'm i'm fucking i'm i'm upset in a lot of ways so um don't go out on ice which is something the entire city of seattle struggled with i was going outside because an uber eat someone actually had uber eats delivered like an absolute ghoul and wow, that's um, horrible yeah and they hit our neighbor's car so i went out to kind of talk to him and um no. immediately fell so it was great great oh, stuff fuck. yeah so uh, it's actually pretty warm in Seattle. It's 51. That's okay. And Joe no, is wearing <laughs> it's, a it's baby pocket uh, hat. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, uh, as far as uh, complaining about uh, cold weather, I mean, Floridians, uh, we have our own form, I guess, of cold season. Um, so right now we have a pretty much kind of like 40s, 50s kind of cold. Um, this is kind of the cold that the when they give a warning of iguanas, be careful, they're falling out of trees. Yes, they are. And uh, it's not just something we just bullshit and say yeah it really does happen there's been photos online of local floridians you know finding iguanas laying in parks in different areas and putting little pillows and little blankets on them because they go into torpor it doesn't matter like what they were doing at the time they just go okay sleep now too cold <laughs> so yeah it's like they could be crawling out of a garbage can or something and they're just like half hanging out because they just <laughs> went completely into torpor mode so how much does an iguana weigh? Because I want to kind of assess the damage of one falling out of a tree and hitting <laughs> you in the head. Oh, my God. Hold on. I'd have to look. They get pretty big. They get pretty yeah. heavy. I mean, they can be like seven, like seven feet. I mean, uh, wait. Basically. Wow. Look that up. Uh, iguanas can, I guess. Let me see. 
full grown iguana. Um, they can weigh about was it eight point eight pounds at max. Uh, that's an adult man. That's a guitar, dude. Yeah, that's that's a guitar, a guitar falling out of the sky. Yeah, <laughs> yes. depending head. on how high they are when they fell out of the tree. Yeah, I mean a lower tree at any at any, any height, height. Getting, <laughs> getting walled by something that's ten pounds will hurt. Yeah, that definitely will hurt. Yeah. So yeah, well, at it's least all shock and awe. <laughs> yes. So yeah, which means it's also kind of open season for people who are looking to eat the chicken of the trees. They're very invasive. So in Florida, it's pretty much like an open. If as long as it's humane, obviously you can eat them. Like all year, yeah, that's pretty oh. much. Well, yeah, it's pretty much. I mean, I, I guess things like rabbits and squirrels you can eat all year too. Yeah, it Pests. depends. I guess on the state. Yeah, so yeah, they're invasive. They're like I can walk down, and unless you visit here, you kind of don't get because a lot of different places I understand don't have lizards just running around around them, and uh, yeah. So like for me, going on a walk, depending on the season, I'll come across like 20 30 iguanas just like scurrying and running about or running up trees like it's they don't have any predators so yeah yeah it is it is a little bit of a problem at least where i am in the city where they're like everywhere <laughs> gross so how cold is it where you are uh where i am right now it's very very rainy and it is approximately uh 57 and cloudy so the low is going to be 47 tonight um but Joe, you know it's, it's colder where i am i'm like it's warm <laughs> and you're and you're wearing your davy crockett hat <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I, I am all ears as far as my sympathy regarding, you know, cold weather. <laughs> you know, who, who has it worse? Uh, but it's pretty yeah, wet here it's, too. You it's know? yeah. I think we all kind of have like our own varied uh, experience of cold. I mean, I saw a video in New Jersey. Um, there was like water that came up to like the cars, and they all got like frozen in the ice, like whole bunch of cars in a parking lot it looked like and i was like i'm glad i'm not there and other people yeah. getting snowed in my condolences that's it's it's pretty normal for it to get cold enough in parts of the midwest so you can take hot water outside throw it in the air and it'll freeze oh shit but hot water does freeze more quickly so keep that in mind that's a fun that's a fun party trick for um midwesterners <laughs> but um yeah so we had our, our big ice storm and that sucked but it was gone. All the ice was gone, like, literally the next day for Christmas Eve. So we did Christmas Eve with um, my sister-in-law's family. They're always very generous and the best, absolutely nice. the best. Um, so that was really, really nice. Got to give my niece some birthday and Christmas gifts. Um, and everybody got gifts, obviously. I got Rick a putter because uh, his big – he got – he got, he got a big gift this year. I'm just <laughs> – for those who don't know, I got my husband – a music man sterling bass nice. in the amethyst purple uh five string dual humbucker so uh if, if your wife is giving you a three thousand dollar guitar that's 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 your gift that's your gift yeah, for the year that's it <laughs> that's it stay tuned uh that's the only thing uh, that's not the only thing i got him i got him some stuff to open that he wanted i got him a putter because my parents got him a little um putting green toy thing like like it's like eight feet long and you roll it out on the floor and you can practice your putting he he really is into mario golf so oh <laughs> it's pretty pretty cute and you know 
other things, but That's awesome. nothing worth talking about on a podcast, I suppose. <laughs> I didn't get any gear stuff, and I'm fine, so fine with that. <laughs> You're like, I'm uh, inundated. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm like, it's like the thing of, like, a lot of people are very excited to get gifts for their yeah. hobbies, and I am also, I did get gifts for my hobbies, and Rick got me a shit ton of uh, hard drive space, like, I think with a bunch of, um, redundancy like he set up so there's like redundancy so if one fails i don't lose anything so all together okay. it's like 14 terabytes holy shit that's amazing i think he said it could be like six depending on how big the like uh how like if i'm doing 4k or not uh up to 600 hours oh, so it's yeah, like that's... uh 1200 demos <laughs> oh god yeah i i had an instance where i almost lost all of like the backlog of like over the past year all the demos i'd done up to date uh yeah. one of the hard drives in which i was kind of switching USB-C at the same time uh suddenly when i plugged it in um showed that there was nothing in it so um you know my partner spent the day pretty much with the you know, repair drive and everything, trying to save everything on it and then back it up. And now I have like a two terabyte, like solid state, but yeah. still that was something that it's I scary. hope not to happen. Yeah. It scared the shit out of me. Cause I'm like, that's all like my work to date, like all the history, like everything, even to pull off of like completely gone. I was the whole day. I was like, okay, my life is over. Dude. Fuck. <laughs> that's like, so I got this computer during the pandemic with my PPP yeah. loan, which was forgiven. It was very, nice. very small loan, <laughs> but I could buy this computer, which I desperately needed um, for work. And mm -hmm. this motherfucker crashed twice in like three months, lost everything uh, twice, including there was one where I had some demos filmed, but hadn't, um, uh, I hadn't been I, after this. I started uploading the Dropbox. I've stopped doing that because I'm not like, and and like it, it's it hasn't crashed since. So Rick mm -hmm. changed a bunch of shit, and it has been fine. But yeah, I I feel you on losing literally everything. Yeah. Like there are, and I lost a bunch of stuff from Guitar House. That's I think I've talked oh, about that before. I remember that. Yeah, that was horrible. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say. It was absolutely Rick's fault, but it really was. Um, listen, fellas and guys <laughs> and gals and ladies and gentle thems, uh, before you delete a file, make sure it actually uploaded where you expect it to be. Mm -hmm. Don't just let's say finished. Actually go open that file and go through to the end because um, sometimes shit fails. Yeah. I Whenever it comes to... Uh, right before finishing a demo, I already, I get kind of anxious cause I'm like, okay, we're at the final stage, you know, all the things that I've backed up. And I was like, I'm not deleting anything. I'm not updating any Adobe programs. Like everything is waiting till I'm fucking done. Because if I delete something, it's no then I was like, I can't go back and refilm it. So I'd be fucked. Oh, so yeah, like yeah. I get really anxious about the whole, like, okay, don't touch anything until like the end is there because if someone, something didn't like, yeah. you know, uh, go into a certain folder or something like gets moved or removed. Oh God, no. <laughs> I mean, here, if it happens here, I can refilm it. I don't want to, but I'll be yeah. honest. And I don't like admitting this because I like having my fucking fit when I act with something that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I get, I'm mad. And 
Yes, but I, I, and I, and so I don't want to do it again. I don't want to do no. it again, but I'll be honest. 95% of the time when I redo it, it's better because I have more, I've, I'm, I've gone through it all already. I'm probably more succinct. I'm probably more warmed up. Um, so it's usually better. I, yeah. I doubt, I doubt anyone will ever look at any of my demos and know which ones were refilmed. I do. Should I refilm demos because like you could see my bra strap or something like, <laughs> truly uh i don't like doing it don't like i like i like my time i value my time i don't have a fuck ton of it yeah uh, i don't i don't like doing yeah. it either and for me it's continuity because again yeah. if my hair is different or mm -hmm. even if i wear the clothes like maybe the lighting isn't exactly the same it then becomes kind of jarring and it breaks that sense of illusion of like whatever's mm -hmm. going on so it's like if i'm like 3 4 a.m still recording and then something happens um i've had issues where i've had to go do everything again on a different night from the top all the way through yeah. again just because either something happened where the camera was like kind of you know, uh, spazzing out or something in which, you know, some of the blocky pixelization randomly. And I'm like, okay, now my whole planning is thrown off because I got to do that all again. Shit. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. It's the same thing if you're <sighs> in the studio recording. If you go and you lay down acoustic guitar and you're like, oh, I, I think I, I think I want to like redub that guitar part. You have to redo the whole thing. Whole thing like you yeah. can't, you, you can't, especially with acoustic guitars, you cannot just go back and like reset everything up because the humidity is different. Mm, uh, everything sound different. You cannot like exactly replicate that mic placement because let's you're not using a pickup on an acoustic guitar in a studio that's insane um that's just bad um yeah but anything like singing a lot of times you can tell if somebody goes back and redubs their vocals on a different day because your voice sounds different yeah. so it's it's like you really have to make sure it's that day and it's ideally like as close together as possible and that's why you do like a, a bunch of takes all at once so that if you do have to cobble them together you have similar sounding stuff to cobble um, no exactly and that's a, a like you said again on vocals same thing if i'm having an off day in which you know i i sometimes have either acid or something going on with my esophagus that makes it difficult singing wise to do certain things i'll have a time period in which i have to sing a certain way where i'll do like a draft recording but sometimes that's my best recording in like several days and that's kind of what i have to keep so yeah. it's unpredictable of course with life and yeah mm -hmm. one take is sometimes not going to be the one you keep sometimes it is yeah and um i try to keep my stuff to one take you you have more involved demos <laughs> yes. like almost everything in my process is designed to make filming and editing as fast as possible and i do edit more than i used to and i'm sure people have noticed that um but i still prefer to edit as little as possible i try to edit out like if i'm playing too long or talking too long i try to edit that out but that, that's about it that's about yeah. it yeah i try to keep post to a minimum because i again value my time yeah no i i definitely yeah. agree with that i uh make my life complicated so of course i am always trying to find easier and quicker ways of doing things but isn't always for the best for what i do so i have to stick with whatever it is in certain situations are the best for that given situation every pedal's been different like i can't every take a formula and do the same thing with every one like i've always thought hey we know if i once i find this magical way of doing it i can always kind of do that way and these will come out faster that has not been the case at all 
it, it, it for me with drive pedals it can mm -hmm. be a lot smoother they're just they're, they are easier to demo but you kind of have to uh find find creative ways to make it more yeah engaging and fun because if you're playing mm -hmm. like there are things that i just don't think i'll demo anymore like i don't think i'm ever going to demo a clan style pedal again i don't really want to i don't really like them mm. um even if they're better than the wish.com one i'm still like i i like it i'm probably never going to use it if i, did I use love it, the wish one <laughs> i love the wish one <laughs> I uh. hated that pedal, and I'm glad I hated <laughs> on that pedal because uh, I actually got more in ad revenue than I paid for that pedal on the video yeah. where I shot on it. <laughs> you know, people, <laughs> and that kind of goes with like the whole like negative versus positive thing. Uh, I know there are people who, with good friends, who like understandably they don't want to waste their time demoing things they don't really like yeah. and saying negative things about them, and that's fine. And I, um, I, I'd rather you know. There's stuff I like and still have like qualms about. There's stuff I li don't like and s can say positive things about. Um, like, I don't. Uh, one example of something I like but had some feedback on was I had uh, I demoed the Pigtronics pedals last week. Yeah. So go, please go back and check out that video if you haven't. I talk about the Octava a little bit. That's their octave pedal with an optional fuzz. Mm. I think it's really cool. And if, but like the farther apart, like an interval is like, if you're playing, uh, let's say the F sharp on like a lower string, like the A string, and then you play, let's say like a G flat or an A flat, I mean, on like the B string, it sounded bad. And I, uh, when I was playing it sad live, robot. Like, yeah. <laughs> it just kind of sounded weird and dissonant in a way that I didn't think was particularly musical. But if I did like octaves. Yeah that far apart it sounded better or if they were like close intervals that were closer together in yeah. pitch they sounded fine but uh i mean i don't i didn't particularly expect an analog octave situation to sound good in that situation either but like as i was playing it i'm like i don't think i like that and as i was editing it i was like i really didn't like how that sounded um mm -hmm. i liked it yeah. i liked it closer together so it's just like I, I think that's one thing that's important is to point out the shortcomings of pedals even if they're really good so people yeah. like can expect it um and i'm not gonna find every shortcoming in every video i did the squ uh, the squire baritone telecasters from the paranormal series i literally didn't notice that the um input jack was a little loose i just <laughs> literally didn't and uh so i pointed out and i looked at him like oh yeah i guess i wasn't I just didn't notice. I tried to be yeah. thorough and that's just not a part of the guitar I usually look at unless it's physically like actively falling out. I'm like, yeah, I installed an electro um, socket and it fixed all the problems and it was like 10 bucks. I don't know. Real cheap. Yeah. Not, yeah. It's not that much. Yeah. Easy as a Squire. Not gonna be as hard on a Squire as I am an American Vintage 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's definitely different i maintain of all the people i know who got one mine was in the best shape <laughs> <laughs> oh well um so what's new with you i did you get any gear related stuff at christmas um i got some gear related stuff around christmas um a combination gift from like uh my mom and carlos and even i put in for it um i got the uh, ua ruby so Ooh. i have finally have a vox amp again technically nice. uh, so i was happy about that i 
used to have a Captor X to try to like kind of use my Vox behind, but A, I couldn't hear it in the room. And mm. plus also with the waves, plugins and everything, uh, it wanted me to choose like IRs and cabs and things like that. But really all I just wanted was what my amp sounded like. So yeah. I ended up selling that and that's how I got my mastery uh, kit that I have in my, you know, uh, jazz master now. Um, but yeah, I got the UA Ruby and I have been exploring. I love the fact that it has an app and you have like presets you can go through, try different things. So yeah. I've been in the process of exploring that so far. Um, the other thing that Carlos got me was one of, hold on, whoop, 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 here we go. One of these guys, which is one of the left eye Kettle from Kettlebrains. Yeah. So nice. any, any, anything can technically be a the David Foster Wallace because <laughs> the LDR is pretty much what I love so much. So now I could turn my Polymoon, which is a stereo delay pedal, into kind of like a uh, light reactive or any kind of uh, expression pedal with light so, reaction. For those who don't know, the David Foster Wallace is by Bookworm Effects, and it's coolest thing. Well, yes. it has it has a couple cool features as the individual, which I love. But my favorite thing is that you can have uh, there's a little photo cell in it, so you can have the light control mm -hmm. the delay time. So yep. when it's darker, it's slower. When it's brighter, it's faster. So what Joe is saying is that uh, she can plug in. Um, this pedal brains pedal with a photo cell and a sign on the poly moon uh, expression to control the rate of the delay, mm -hmm. which will have that same, same effect, which is pretty cool. Yeah, no, exactly. And again, I'll always still say as far as my pedals go, the delayed foster Wallace from bookworm effects is honestly my favorite delay pedal. And when it's I was doing the demo, yeah. Oh no, I know not, about not it because not, of you. <laughs> not even close. Not even close. It's my favorite delay pedal of all time. Yeah. As I yeah. said, like watching watching your demo is pretty much how I was like, you know, uh looking into getting one and eventually like I bought one. Um and I did like the demo on it where I put on the voice and everything, which was so much fun. Mm -hmm. Um, but still, I'm kind of a stereo head when it comes to like effects pedals, but for <laughs> me to say like that is my favorite like delay pedal of all time and yeah it's a mono pedal like it's amazing and i love the photo cell because even at the slowest time when you have your hand completely on top of the photo cell it the time drags as if it sounds texturally like gravel on concrete like yeah. it's so interesting it's like yes yes so it's it's really versatile it's really great i love the playfulness of it in the uh, eyeball switch mode. You can have it regular Brian, too. Yeah, you can. Brian is so inventive. Uh, that's yes. the guy who runs Bookworm. Uh, they're based out of West Virginia. Please go check them out and tell them mm -hmm. I sent you to quote Uncle M from the uh, Emmy, <laughs> Emma's. <laughs> uh, you don't get anything, but I just want them to know. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I love Brian. He's the best. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, uh, I guess I did get myself a little Christmas present. It's not arrived mm -hmm. yet. I ordered the Tonal Recall from Chase Bliss. Oh, you did. And nice. Little expression roller, because I, I, I very much like that um, kind of rolly effect with an expression. So, awesome. um, yeah, I've always kind of wanted one. I've never had one. It was the first Chase Bliss. Bliss. There's, I'm not special, but it's the first Chase Bliss pedal I heard of. Um and I actually really like the Andy demo of it because he does a really nice version of uh, Pop Life by Prince, which I then sat down and learned. Mm -hmm. 
nice. highly recommend. Highly recommend. Uh, damn inspired. Uh, uh, the other thing I have to do today, and I literally don't know how I'm going to, it's going to take yep. me a little bit longer. Yeah, um, I need to pick the winner of my Diderio XPND pedal board. So I think I might go live to do that because it'd be fun. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Uh, <laughs> I just got to figure out how to get all the names in. <clears throat> so then people will know I'm not just uh, picking favorites. So that's it. Um, yeah. So what was I going to say? Oh yeah. You know, speaking of my, my, my bum wrist, if you were mm -hmm. a member of our Patreon at the $5 level or above, you would have actually been able to see the footage of me falling on my ass. Oh yes. So that's a great reason <laughs> to support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash get offset at the $5 level or above. You get access to our exclusive discord server. We just had our secret Santa. Yes. I got a mother Mary uh, strap, which is really awesome. And a pen that is one of my favorite pens. Actually, it's now the second one of that I own. It says, if you're reading this, you're too close. <laughs> that, that that seems... That's Especially applicable to have on a uh, strap, yeah. So um, there you go. And you got some Vietnamese coffee stuff. Yes, I did. Thank you, Andrew. I am drinking it iced right now. <laughs> oh, we both so, have yeah. the clear glasses. Yes, yes, we do. Uh, I... Yeah, mine's just a regular kind of air, was it air flight, uh, airplane, uh, capital limited kind of situation. Um, but yeah, um, the first day that we had the coffee, it was an kind of funny story. Um, we put in the suggested amount into the filter and, you know, I had our first coffee. I split it with Carlos. And um, at that point going forward for the rest of the day, I think Carlos could see into the future. We were operating on such high caffeine that I think we couldn't focus on anything more than like a couple of seconds. And it Andrew was like loves the robusto, which has yeah, it's a delicious. lot more caffeine. Uh, yeah, it's good, but it is rocket fuel. <laughs> yes, yeah, and yes, we were you, very much. He got you like the two to three serving size. So, I mean, if you actually put the recommended amount of beans, you have like a cup and a half of coffee that's like twice as strong as normal and yeah. really condensed. Yep, yeah. we, we we found that out. <laughs> we found yeah. that out rather quickly. And uh, I think we came down right about the evening sometime. I don't I don't remember. It was all a blur <laughs> that day. she came uh, down. Yeah, at some yeah. point. But yeah, it, it it was pretty funny. It was real. It's really tasty. So yeah, thank you, Andrew. Mm -hmm. Um, that was yeah. also the night that we did that. Um, we all pretty much got in the Discord in the voice chat, and everyone was sharing their uh, gifts that they oh. got. At least who received it, and it, it was really fun to see who yeah. who got who and like what they got each other. So that's also what I love every year to look forward to the little, yeah. uh, you know, secret gift exchange. I even did it in my Discord with like a few people who could nice. do it and uh, i got some patches from jacob and this one is pretty great it's you know <laughs> getting my shit together that was one cat, of them it's cat, a cat, cat in a litter, in a litter box, box. you're listening yeah. uh the other one is a goose with a knife and it says a uh, bee goose do crimes that's also <laughs> kind of like a uh was it dan from old blood noise endeavors has a overdrive pedal and one of the uh foot switches is goose so nice. now we kind of have a joke of goose honking is his pedal so um the other thing is uh this one which is pretty much uh weirdos make the world uh you know together 
make it uh, a better world. So I thought that was pretty and great. That one too. has three skulls on it. Yeah, three skulls just pretty much says oh, weirdos less. together make the world better. So yeah, and weirdos I... do make the world better. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty weird. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty weird too. <laughs> yeah. uh, I wouldn't be doing this if I weren't, if I were no. normal, well adjusted, I would not be no. doing this. No, no. I mean, do you look at the shit I do? Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm really fucking weird. <laughs> In a good way, I'm told though. It's always In a good, good. way. It's more, normal people are not interesting. Yeah. I yeah. get really bored talking to them. Um, <laughs> so I thought we could do kind of an interesting game i wouldn't call it a game but mm -hmm. uh i want i've titled this episode answers to the most popular guitar questions or something similar uh you know what you know what seo is it's my day job i do search engine optimization and part of that is i look up mo like really popular keywords and phrases that people search mm -hmm. and uh, i write articles to try to rank for those keywords so uh a big easy way to rank for stuff is to answer questions like verbatim as people ask them. Okay. Uh, and so I have the most popular guitar questions. I'm going to tell you how many people a month Google these things. And we can try to answer the questions if they're answerable. Some of them are not. <laughs> we'll try. The I'm going in blind. <laughs> the, first, the first most, the most popular question people ask about guitar, hmm. how to play guitar. 15,000 people search this a month. Okay. So how do you play guitar? Well, you take lessons. <laughs> you, you figure <laughs> or YouTube. it out. You buy a book. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so if you're right-handed, we'll go with right-handed. Your left hand strums or your right hand strums or picks the guitar, and your left hand frets the guitar, right? Uh, and it makes music. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it makes the sounds. It makes sounds. Uh, there is, that's like such a hard question to answer. There's so, so many ways to answer that. It. Yeah. <laughs> how, ouch, how to play guitar. So Fender Play actually has purchased the ad for this. And the top ranking article is from WikiHow. I'm sorry to say WikiHow is terrible. Um, Guitar World and then Fender. So, uh, hmm. good job to those. Next question with fourteen thousand searches because once you look up how to play guitar, you realize you need to learn how to tune a guitar. Oh uh, yes, how, how how to tune a guitar? How to tune a guitar? Uh, so how do you tune a guitar? I just do the lazy way of getting a snark tuner and I use that. Yeah, there are more there's more than one way to tune a guitar. Most there people is. use a tuner. Mm -hmm. And a tuner can be like a snark tuner. I have an old school tuner uh from Korg, the CA30. I've been wanting to get a strobe one. Yeah. I think this has strobe on it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've been wanting to, but I've just been kind of lazy and been using has, the snark ones. <laughs> this has, this doesn't seem to have strobe, actually. You can calibrate and play the sound, but that's about it. Um, hmm. But yeah, I, strobe is faster and kind of more accurate, yeah. but also mm -hmm. chaotic. Um, so yeah, yeah, pluck a string, say it's supposed to be tuned to an E, and then you adjust the tuning peg. Uh-huh, until the little light in the middle is green. And mm -hmm. then you're, you've tuned your guitar. Or yep. you can tune by ear. 
which is harder, though I tend to tune bass that way because snark tuners don't work on bass guitars very well. Uh, this is true. Especially the two low strings, the, the E and the A. I find it doesn't work very well. No, not for you. Yeah. For for, me, for me, I guess. Yeah. For me, it still kind of does the job decently. It takes us so much longer for it to register is the thing. So mm. I tend to ask somebody to give me an E. <laughs> See. Like an E for me. After that, we have quite a drop off to 6.6 thousand how to read guitar tabs. So guitar hmm. tabs are found all over the internet. Oh, they yeah. are technically illegal. Uh, did you know that? No. Yeah, guitar tabs are technically a copyright violation. Oh, shit. Yeah, because if you own a work of music, you own mm. the written version of it as well. And tabs are oh, the written version of it. So if you look up guitar tabs for like... Ultimate guitar. <laughs> yeah, well, like Lizzo's a good example. Um, I don't know what li label Lizzo's on, but her label mm. actually has them remove the, them the guitar oh, tabs yeah however a lesson on youtube not illegal that is education and yes. fair use so um because lizzo and artists they reserve the right to sell guitar tablature books so the ones online one they're user generated so they're pro often wrong but um so you'll see a string for guitar there's usually six lines the mm -hmm. top line is the high string. The bottom yep. line is the low string. And it's telling you where to fret on the string for things like how long a note is played. You're just going to have to use your ears. But it's still yeah. a good tool. Yeah. No, I mean, when I first basically started to read tabs and things like that, my brain always wanted to flip those for like yeah. the top string. My brain, that's always my problem with tabs. My brain always wants to flip it the opposite way and the top string at the top is like you know the lowest e on the and i was like for the longest time i was like i wish this was the other way my brain wants to do what it wants to do every once in a while i find one where someone was clearly thinking like that that yeah. i try to play and i'm like this is no. not close and i flip, flip it i'm like oh yeah yeah. I mean, it makes sense how it's written because if you're looking at like a music clef, the higher notes are at the top. Yeah. The and, the and the other thing this kind of proves in a way of there's no one way to learn something. I mean, tabs may work for one person, but let's say if someone like me or somebody else learns things in a different way, you know, that's fine too, as long as you learn how to do these things. You know, I demoed, and there's an affiliate link in the description of the episode and video, no pressure, obviously. Mm. I demoed something called Coach Guitar, and they have, every lesson I saw has, like, at least three ways to learn any That's one really song. helpful, yeah. So there's, like, there's the tab, yeah. and it's, like, notated, so there's there's actual notes and stuff, um, so you can see if this is eighth notes or triplets or whole notes, mm. where the rest are and shit. Um, there's a video of somebody playing it. So you can like watch their hands, and then there's like this kind of gamified sort of guitar. I love that. I hate, I hate right. the guitar hole. No, the guitar, I don't. The guitar, the guitar hero thing. I hate it. I cannot I, learn that way. I can't learn that way either. The other method you said, all good for me. But as far as like watching the Fender player or like yeah, following it like a game, I was like, I can't do that. I'm not going to remember all that because all I am is just focusing like in a game to hit the target points i'm not 
thinking rationally, remembering a song. I'm playing it like a game of hitting the points. That's it. Yeah, I, I agree that there's less memorization. Yeah. Memorization is so key when you're it learning is. guitar. Even mm -hmm. if you're just remembering it for a little bit but yeah um like i have muscle memory for certain songs i learned when i was a teenager mm -hmm. uh and it just you, you gotta learn how to remember songs to play like shows i honestly uh i i do use my ipad sometimes um for for gigs not like my main gigs uh not for sunday crush but for like jerf or one-off things one, Drift changes the set list a lot, so there's lots to remember. Rounded, but yeah. the big thing is for that is I, the bridges. Every song has a kind of a complicated bridge uh, as far as like chord structure, and it's just hard for me to remember them. No, so, and uh, I don't. I don't think anybody should be. Uh, you know, any negation should be on someone using like an iPad just as a cheat sheet, or for certain songs, like you said, like is a little bit more complicated, and you have a full set list that moves yeah. around. And if you remember things in a certain way, you're like, oh shit, I'm thrown for a loop. Now the yeah. next song is not that. Now it's this. Fuck, what is it? Like for, for yeah. me, I, I use that more like a reference. So like mm -hmm. I, you st I still remember most of it, but if yeah. I'm like losing my spot, I look up and and I yep. find and you find your spot, and that's kind of yeah. I think the best way to use them if you're not a sight reader and i think most guitarists aren't particularly sight readers yes, the glance mm -hmm. yeah most <laughs> guitarists let's be honest they don't know much about theory and we've never really had to learn a ton about theory especially if you're just playing for fun there's really not yeah. i know a little not, yeah i'm not in depth but i know a little <laughs> no yeah. i still don't know what the circle of fifths is. <laughs> Well, yeah, the circle of fizz is one thing, but as far as like scales and stuff like that, like modes or whatever, that's it. Um, next question is how to string a guitar. And this kind of varies. <laughs> <laughs> I think the most common type of tuning machines are the modern style tuning machines. So there's a peg and a hole in the peg. Mm. And I like to not cut the strings before I put strings on a modern tuning because you can break them off a lot more cleanly so mm -hmm. I, I i just recently I, i've mostly vintage style tuners i prefer them so you stick the uh you stick the string through the hole and i like to find about two tuning peg lengths up from the string and i like to bend it down and i like to do like one string under that first one and then the rest go over you tighten it and then you can just kind of move that rest of the slack around breaks off really cleanly no sharp edges that's my I favorite way to retune i don't know yeah if you i i i <laughs> um my method is pretty much uh messy and not really um i guess clean or <laughs> i was like if it gets the job done i'm happy <laughs> kind of deal it works <laughs> I'm actually, I'm really serious about restringing <laughs> guitars. Uh, I like it to look nice. I like it to have the under wrap and then the over wraps because I think that helps with the tuning stability. Hmm. Um, I prefer vintage style tuning machines and those you do have to trim before you string them. And uh, same, you measure up about two, two posts and on the high E you probably will want a little bit extra and then you take the end of that, you, you trim it at that point, you take the end of the string, you stick yeah. it in the hole, you kind of do like a early wrap, and then you have to apply pressure down by the tuning peg head, and then you restring until you get tension. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And I guess the first draft goes over and the rest go under. Yeah. I think so. I I'm, usually I, I said it into backwards. the hole first and then basically so it's the outside versus the inside. Yes. If you're already leaving a comment saying, <laughs> no, you want them under, you're right. <laughs> I misspoke. You should be used to that by now. Um, yeah. And then the high E will just make you cry every time. I like to take a toothpick, stick it in the edge, stick it in the hole, and uh, that will keep the tension in a little bit better if you need the help. It's also why I love the string winding machines, like the one from Ernie Ball, like the, like the drill. Uh, but just, yeah, it just makes it faster. It's good. Um, mm-hmm. Floyd, how to restring a Floyd Rose? No idea. Oh, God. No clue. I'm pretty sure you have to trim something. How to restring a headless guitar. I'm pretty sure you put the ball ends on the headstock side. <laughs> and then you have it go around. I don't know. You spin me right around. <laughs> yeah. So those are... How does restring a guitar with a Bigsby? Foam and a capo. Uh, and then Google it. <laughs> It's like everybody else. Uh, let's move on. That restring had 4.7 thousand. Hmm. 3.2 thousand people search. Why is Stairway to Heaven banned in guitar stores? <laughs> Wayne's World. It's and Wayne's no one wants World. to hear it anymore, yeah. <laughs> in the, the honest to God yeah. answer is, it's not. It's not banned in guitar stores. You can play no. it. You can, I mean, somebody's going to groan at you, but you're... It's not banned. It's just that there's that joke in Wayne's world where he sits down to play yeah. stairway and then the guitar shop employee like puts his hand on and points to the sign. Points out. It says no, it says no stairway. Yeah. Which No way. Play what you want in guitar stores, but it's it's polite to try to not play the most overplayed riffs. Yeah, in, in history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you practice those a lot because they're cool, but I think on that list is Stairway to Heaven, that Arctic Monkeys song, uh, Teen yeah. smells like smells like Teen Spirit, yeah, uh, probably some uh, probably Purple Haze by Hendrix, mm-hmm. yeah, Hendrix for sure, yeah, that one. Um, what else uh, is really overplayed? ACDC, Guns oh, N' yeah. Roses, like yeah, any of that. Yeah, so ACDC Welcome Back to, yeah. in Black, definitely. Uh, well, ACDC back in black, Guns and Roses. Dude, dude, what's that? Well, was it Welcome to the Jungle? Take me down to the Paradise City, like all those ones. No, yeah. it's what's the other one? I don't Not like November Rain, Rain, but yeah, like actually, yeah. I don't know what song that is right now. The top of my head, Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah. There we go. Sweet yeah. that, that's the one I think Sweet is the mine, yeah. of, of the Guns N' Roses. Uh, I don't really know if there's any Prince that's particularly overplayed. Maybe just the chords to Purple Rain are probably a little overplayed, but I don't <laughs> think people go into guitar stores playing a lot of Prince. I mean, on occasion, I'll just play that one part that goes, kiss. It's like a yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think those are kind of the big ones that I can think of. There was a TikTok series for a while. Somebody was doing like songs to play to piss off guitar store employees. <laughs> those are the ones that I remember hearing a lot. So Arctic Monkey. 
Monkeys. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Stairway to Heaven is not banned in guitar stores. You can play it, uh, just no one will appreciate it. It's one of those songs that people gotta stop covering too, like Hallelujah. No, yeah, no, please stop. Stop. Like, I, yeah, stop. stop covering that song. Um, there are some other like covers I've heard lately, and I'm just like, why? Hmm. Stop. There, like, if if it's already been done like perfectly, I will always love you. Stop covering that. Mm-hmm. Stop covering the Whitney Houston version, at least. If you're gonna cover it, cover the Dolly version. Um, yeah, that's what I got. Uh, how to hold a guitar pick between your thumb and index finger, usually. Yeah. And maybe you'll hold it with your middle finger too. But I like to keep that finger, those fingers free to do hybrid picking. Yeah. And anyway, like as far as like somebody who's just getting started with holding a pick and find that it slips out, they have those ones with a little bit of like the grips on them. Yeah. I guess with someone's just getting used to it. I mean, when I first basically started to get or with your the hands pick, are sweaty. I had or sweaty, yeah. Um, those are the ones I use. And of course, once things became a little bit easier for me. Now I don't use them as much, but that's a good way. If you're losing them, just get those ones that have like a little bit of uh, traction or grip on them in the middle. Totally. Or just mm-hmm. the ones that aren't like, like slick plastic either. Yeah. Uh, like rents, a good material. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the Ernie Ball Prodigy picks personally. The other way you can hold a pick is between your index and middle finger like this. I, I'm told this is how Prince held his pick because hmm. sometimes he'd use his thumb to do like, Oh shit! Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So just whatever's comfortable. Honestly, you don't. And you don't whatever have to works. use a pick. You don't have to no, use a pick. You can use your hands or fingers. Andy yeah. Martin doesn't. I often don't. Uh, I, I sometimes don't, don't use a pick. Yeah. Westerberg didn't really use a pick. Lots of people don't use picks. It's fine. Um, you just might get a compressor if you really want a harder attack and aren't using a pick. Yeah, I mean, the only time there's a little bit of sticklers as far as like when and when not to use a pick, I've heard people say that with a bass guitar and a ukulele, an ukulele, like, don't use a pick. I'm like, you can use, though no one's really like, do or don't. If you want to do it, you like to do it, just do it. And don't let anyone else dictate what you do and don't do. <laughs> Uh, it's. I feel like people have always kind of been like bassists shouldn't use picks, even though like original ba- like some of the most famous bassists in the world yeah. use a pick. Carol Kay, Paul McCartney, just mm-hmm. to name a few. Um, so, but then like that uh, that that YouTuber Davy five hundred four whatever really. <laughs> yeah. I don't so like his, like now. <laughs> I don't like that stuff. That's. I don't, I don't like his humor, but it's fine if you do. <laughs> yeah, it's but, like uh, deadpan. Mm-hmm. But it made every it made it's so it just created that really it's just such a fucking annoying meme. Mm-hmm. And I will I can't forgive him for that one. Honestly, <laughs> like let people play the bass with a pick. It's yeah. fine most of the time. But I did see somebody say, um, <laughs> "This is I think maybe true." Honestly, uh, basses who play with a pick are actually guitarists. Yeah, Carol Kay started on guitar and so did Paul McCartney. <laughs> to name <laughs> the most famous bass with pick players. Um, the next question with 3.1 thousand searches a month. Which U.S. state quarter features a guitar, a trumpet, and a fiddle? I think it's Tennessee. State. That's something oh. I have no idea. <laughs> really? State quarter with guitar. Uh, it is indeed Tennessee. Mm. There's also sheet music on there. Printed in 2002. 
more than t- almost 21 years ago. That quarter can drink. Damn. Yeah. Who invented the guitar? I can tell you what people who are wrong will say. <laughs> what do you think people who are wrong say about who invented the guitar? Uh, people who are wrong? Po- well, Leo Fender. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Les Paul. People talk about Les, Les Paul inventing the electric guitar. Uh, the guitar is, you know, based on instruments that have been around for yeah, centuries. they're all hybrids. Yeah, it's been around. Mm-hmm. The lyre, like string instruments that are plucked or strummed, are very old. Um, but a German immigrant is credited with creating the first acoustic guitar as we know it. Christian Frederick Martin, born in 1796, died in 1867. So he is credited as the first inventing the, the guitar, the modern guitar. Let's see. And then Adolf Rickenbacker invented the electric guitar. You go. Unfortunate first name. Yeah, everything is pretty much a hybrid right up until today that was a different mm-hmm. instrument hundreds of years ago um again like yeah, if i yeah. talk about like the ukulele i mean it was a combination of like the machete or the barguina which means little braga um or the rojo <laughs> but you know roja or whatever like those came together when the portuguese came over to hawaii and of course that's pretty much how it evolved into the ukulele that we have today so they all start out as like series of different instruments yeah and of course crossing to different cultures like there's uh like famously the banjo is an african instrument and uh became popularized in appalachia where they got these instruments and then they just saw the they 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 didn't know what the frets were for so they filed off all the frets (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah the the other one is the cavaquinho which is basically depending on where it is made or built has a different name but they all are the same family but everyone wants to stake their own this is our version this is our version <laughs> so, yeah yeah it all blends together and becomes different things yeah and in hundreds of years who knows what guitars yep. as we know them will look like they could not exist we don't know <clears throat> <laughs> The next question is, how many strings does a guitar have? Take it away. That depends. Uh-huh. <laughs> that depends. Loaded questions. <laughs> These are very loaded oh, questions. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you're starting out, I don't think you want to jump into a seventh or an eighth string right off the bat. No. <laughs> depends. It does depend. The standard guitar mm-hmm. is six strings. A standard yeah. guitar has four strings. Four. There's yep. seven string guitars that have an extra mm-hmm. low string. There are eight string guitars that have another extra low string. Yep. There are um, eight string guitars that are played like six string guitars, but the middle two strings have a our octave course, like a 12 string, which provides a lot more body and yeah. like a richer sound. There are um, octave mandolins. Yep. There are mandocellos, which is, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd call that a guitar because it's tuned. Well, so are tenor guitars. Yeah. Um, you could play a mandocello like that. There are 12 string guitars. Yeah. I think there are uh, 10 string guitars. There's yeah. whatever Perfecto de Castro has. No, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, I have an octave mandolin that I used in the last like uh, demo that I did, the Albi, and that one's tuned uh, DGBE, which is just the top strings of a guitar. Yeah. So um, you can you can tune them to that. <laughs> yeah, there there are ten string classical guitars. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some people take the high E off of their guitar. I've seen that before. Um, 
There's oh so many different tunings too. Depending on what yeah. A Luke has three strings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are there are lots of alternate tunings, and that's kind of how people generally play tenor guitars. Or you can play it like the top four strings of guitar. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Play what you want. Do what you want. Do what you want. If you're what happy, you it brings you joy. That's that's important. Yeah. Mm, let's see. How long does it take to learn guitar? Oh God. That's uh, like a lifelong journey. <laughs> it's a lifelong journey. Yeah. But uh, if you have a good teacher, you should be able to walk away from your first lesson with being something. Able to play yeah. something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, how long does it take to learn a couple songs on a guitar? I would give it two weeks at least, just because uh, that's about how long it takes to develop your calluses. Yes. Um, and you have to be patient so with that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're not going to be able to come out of your first lesson playing complicated stuff. Your first song might be Mary Had a Lamb. That's, yeah, and that's, that's, how you that's learn. foundation building blocks. And yeah, the pain of like you developing calluses will pass. Like you just have to get through that stage and then, you know, it won't really hurt anymore. So you just have to be patient and mm -hmm. just push through. It'll be okay. We all do okay. that. Yeah. yeah, but it's like as. You it, you get out of it what you put into it. Of course, yeah. Um, like any like any hobby or anything you ever do. <laughs> uh, so keep that in mind when you're learning. Like it's about patience. It's about uh, you know persistence. Yep. And uh, it, you might find it really fulfilling. You might not. So I find it fulfilling clearly. Yeah. Yeah, but that one gets uh, two point seven thousand searches a month. I would like you to take this next one with 2.3 thousand searches a month. How to draw a guitar. How <laughs> to draw a guitar. Oh, well, I mean, you take a pen you pencil, you take a paper, <laughs> and you draw the shape of a guitar with a reference photo. Um, yeah, I guess that would be my best approach to drawing a guitar. <laughs> Everyone will be different. Do it. Do it. Yes. I mean, I'll give you the technical, obviously, as you notice. I'll give you the technical way to go about it. But, uh, you know, as long as the end of it, it looks somewhat like a guitar. The, the, obviously, you, you know, were correctly, you know, you knew the assignment. You accomplished that goal. Yep. <laughs> uh so yeah how would you start would you start with the the neck would you start with the body how would you start joe oh on a given day it always depends on my mood i guess <laughs> i guess i would start as kind of like a i would probably start with the neck kind of like as a middle point just to kind of give me a foundation of where the center is um, and then draw around it. But other days I may pretty much choose like, you know, to be chaotic and just draw the outside first. So it's, it depends on my mood, I guess, but typically the neck first, I would think. Nice. Cool. Um, let's see. We, I think we have time for one more. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> how do you spell guitar? 1.7 thousand searches. You start with a G. <laughs> Give me a G. Give me a U. <laughs> give me, a give G. me an I. <laughs> give me a T. Give me an A. Give me an R. <laughs> wait, 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 there. Wait, wait. There. I can't tell. Correct <laughs> me, Argus. Yeah. We're trying. We're trying. <laughs> Guitar is spelled G. How does somebody fucking search this, though? 
Well, sometimes well, it's not their it's point, not their first one language. Eight, so. One one point eight thousand people search how to spell no wait, one point seven thousand people search how to spell a guitar with guitar spelled correctly. Well, I mean, sometimes English isn't the first language, so I my guess, guess I can find devil's advocate. Sense. Yeah, that that would be why. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not shocked that people are asking how to spell it. Mm. To be clear, I'm asking yeah. how they are searching how to spell something at that and then spelling that thing correctly. Correctly? Okay, wow. yes. That's I what, what you mean. <laughs> That's why I'm asking. Because if I look yes. at how to spell G-I-T-A-R, <laughs> it would have a much lower search. So my guess yeah. is voice to text. My guess is voice to text. Yeah, that that <laughs> they probably were voice to text, right? Once, <laughs> How do I spell guitar? Spells it correctly. <laughs> yeah. Once again, G U I T A R. That's G U I T A R. Guitar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and after that we get into like how to play specific songs and shit mm, like that i'm not gonna yeah not gonna give that but uh you know uh so this is our last episode before the new year so i hope everyone has yeah, I a was, happy new year yeah i hope everyone has a happy new year too i was incorrect in my assessment thinking that our last recording was the last one and <laughs> you mess with me yesterday hey we're ready for tomorrow I'm like wait i thought last time was our last one whoops sorry everyone if i went around saying it was the last one of the year that's my bad <laughs> oh yeah we do that one yeah. uh <laughs> it's okay so if you all have guitar or musical related um resolutions please leave them in the comments on this video on youtube if you're listening please go to youtube and leave that on spotify you can just put it in the, the answer box but uh i want to know what everyone wants to accomplish this year so again the comments of this video please let us know what your musical aspirations are yeah. for 2023 i almost said 2015 and i don't know why <laughs> you're like what year is it <laughs> oh my god the jumanji oh name. my god yes yeah. yes yes so um, that's what i've got do you have anything else you want to send the people oh, away with well i actually was going to ask you since you would since we talked about this last podcast and you without me even like being a hand in whatever played out for you to try coquito on your own Oh, yeah. Yeah, you like message me like, you won't fucking believe this, but like my sister-in-law is making us coquito tonight. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Did yeah, she watch she the episode? <laughs> she never made it before. She never made it before. Um, So no, but she didn't watch the episode. Uh, no. She yeah. just, like, it was just like serendipitous. Like just it, really it happened. <laughs> we drank it out of little shot glasses, basically. Yep. Yeah. But it was yeah. like, it was great. Yeah. She said she didn't put any eggs in it. Yeah, there's a version with eggs and the version without. I'm actually going to try to make before the new year uh -huh. the version without eggs because I normally have it the classical with eggs way. Um, but I think we're going to make a version of it without just so I can try and see what the difference is. It was delicious and I think I prefer it over regular yep. eggnog. See? That's the same thing happened to me. I was like, I don't care for regular eggnog. Give me the coquito. Like, I'll I'll drink that for the rest of my life now. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Well, everybody <laughs> yeah. out there, please like, comment, subscribe for more. Ring the bell icon to get notifications. Uh, if you want to drop a super chat in, that's always Thank greatly you. appreciated. Yeah. We love it when that happens. It just makes us feel nice. Uh, if you're looking to buy anything, there are affiliate links to Reverb, Sweetwater, Perfect Circuit, and more. I especially like the Sweetwater and Perfect Circuit affiliate links. Um, they help us a little bit more to keep literally the lights on and uh, pay for this. 
Yeah. And, eh, me too, but I'm not holding out a lot of hope. Uh, <laughs> what else? Everybody out there, uh, thanks for watching slash listening. Thanks for understanding. Stay warm, stay safe. Stay warm, stay safe. Until next time, my name is Emily. I'm Joan of Hart. Bye-bye. Goodbye.